everyone. Uh, Welcome to introduction <laughs> take five. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's it was like two. four. The second one. No, this is like the third time I'm pressing record. Fourth time oh, I'm pressing record. This is the third time. This is the third okay. time. Welcome, everyone, to take number three. Of? Hello, Hello you. you. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we did that. <laughs> All right. So in sync. Yeah, whatever. Mm. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> All right. So what are we doing? What's up? Nothing much. This guy. Well, let's, let's um, as always, let's do a quick update. Hi, everyone. My name is Danny Yu, and I am officially 30 years old. Um, oh, has... Wait, what? I'm 30. Yeah, but no, but didn't... Wait, yeah. we've done multiple podcasts after your birthday. Yeah, no, I just... Oh, I thought you were to... just saying that was so, a um, I was like, I did start my job. Am... Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I am updating now. Uh, I did start a new job. I am a educational technology technician, and I... I'm a glorified customer service mm. uh, technician, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Basically, there is a hundred or so rooms with a specific kind of AV uh, at the college. And um, basically, I'm the first person that responds to any phone calls. And I go to their classrooms and I probably get yelled at by the professor. First responder. And then fix the situation and then leave probably getting yelled at even more. And <laughs> that's that. So I'm just a punching bag. Punch. Okay. An update on you? <laughs> what else? No, there's another thing, right? Are we talking about the car? Yeah. I bought oh, another car. Oh, did you car. want to segue into that later? I'm no. I, okay, I, well, we I can segue that into that it big, after. Bigger thing, but I yeah. guess it is a big thing. It uh, is. I got a, I got a car. Woohoo! Um, I got a Honda Accord. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, black. It's lovely. And it's lovely. How would you describe... Okay, wait, let me pause. Any other updates? No, that's it. Is that it? Is there anything else? I don't think so. I've been working at my... I just finished my second week at work. Um, I am a marketing editor, and I basically proofread and you know check for the information and grammatical errors of email ads and direct mail ads. So if you ever get something from your car dealership, there is a very small chance that I've looked at it because there are about... 15 of us who look at it so the odds of me editing yours is very slim um anyway how would you describe speaking of cars right how would you just dis- have how would you describe our experience of purchasing it do you kind of want to walk through what had happened um okay i mean so what happened was um the last time we bought christine's car mm-hmm. i felt very duped by mm-hmm. um the finance guy by, well, I think the finance guy, uh, so if, if you're not familiar with the car buying process, basically you go and you meet the salesman. Mm-hmm. And after you make the deal with the salesman, that's where you do all the haggling. Mm-hmm. Once you deal with the salesman, then you go to the finance person mm-hmm. and then the finance person finishes it up and mm-hmm. then you leave. Mm-hmm. You take the car and you leave. Um, so I felt very duped by the last uh, finance guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I vowed to (laughs) figure out what it was and it led me on a pretty deep journey Uh into the car, (laughs) uh, business. Sorry. You know what quote came to mind? What is that? (laughs) You shall not pause, but I feel like it would be Gandalf. (laughs) I don't see how that's funny. You shall not do me 
Okay, I'm literally <laughs> just staring at Christine because I don't find that to be funny at all. But was just a random quote that came into my. It was never, never mind. So continuing on, on. So basically, I I vowed not to get duped again, and so I I went on like a two day spree of researching all these tactics that salespeople use, and mm-hmm. watched all these videos, and mm-hmm. basically I came out with um. <laughs> with two, with two mentalities. Um, number one, everything that the salesman says is a ploy to get you to buy the car. Mm-hmm. And number two, the battle's not over with the salesman. Mm, that was a good one. Yeah, the finance person <laughs> is just uh, another battle mm-hmm. in this war of buying a car. And if you're listening to this and you've never bought a, if you've never purchased a car from a dealership or you're just as naive as I am, um, I didn't realize that cars had relative prices. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? I'm very black and white. So I figure like this is it or this is not it. I didn't realize that in the business world, let alone the automobile world, you know, with MSRP and stuff, nothing is usually sold at the market sale mm-hmm. retail price, right? Is that what it stands mm-hmm. for? Um, anyway, I just want to say... If you didn't realize that you can actually haggle and that's actually a thing, um, and I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's not as common as it should be. What haggling for cars? Oh no, that's that's Is part that... of the process. Oh, so Everyone does that. If you're as naive as I am, that's the point. Of then it. you don't realize that that's something you do. Yeah, no, you know? you're, you're supposed to haggle. That's yeah. the whole point of a, a the car. Yeah. That's the whole point of the salesman. Yeah, and so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that process was me talking to the person and yeah. um, getting. Uh, so we I, we went to the same dealership. So mm-hmm. I guess the whole story is we went to the same dealership, and both Christine and I had the exact number of what we could do on down payment mm-hmm. and what our monthly, uh, payments. monthly payments are. Yeah, and so we went in knowing that this car. Most likely, we couldn't get at that price, right? Well, I thought that. No, I thought we could. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought we could. I did uh, Well, <laughs> let, let me say this. Not that I thought we could, but I was not going to bid away from this number. Mm-hmm. So if we couldn't get it at that price, yeah. um, that was it. Yeah, was and we just were gonna just going to go and get the other car. car. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we went in. Uh, I we met the same people that we bought mm-hmm. uh, that we bought the car for Christine from for Christine from, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I sat down with them. I told him what car I wanted, mm-hmm. and he brought out numbers, mm-hmm. and the numbers were twice the number of our down payment that yeah, we wanted. Twice as much, yeah. Twice as much, and the da- the um, monthly payments. monthly payment was a hundred more dollars more a month. Mm-hmm. than what we decided yeah and immediately i was like oh heck no we're not mm-hmm. doing that so i told them that um i wanted it half of what they uh said on the down payment mm-hmm. and 50 dollars under lower than what we christine and i agreed to mm-hmm. that we could do um and so they were like uh i don't know if we can do that but let me go let me let go, me back, go and check. back and check and so they came out and they did. They came out with lower numbers, mm-hmm. and yet they were still a little higher than what we wanted. Yeah. Um, and then we, I basically told him like, "Shucks, I don't, I don't think we can do this." Yeah. Uh, and then he was kind of haggling with me, like, 
well, if we do it this way with these numbers, could you do it? Yeah. Now, those second set of numbers were actually、um, a little more than what Christine and I agreed to,、yeah. except they were doable.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Christine and I, before we came, said we could do this number. Yeah.、Um, so, the, what he was saying was those numbers were,、uh, the numbers he was saying were we, we could do something about it. But I, I said, no,、uh, mm-hmm. we can't do it.、Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's too much. Mm hmm. And I told him, it's, it's totally fine.、Yeah. Uh, we underst- I understand that we're asking for a lot less, and I understand that I'm not trying to like, steal from you guys.、Yeah. So if you guys can't do it, I'm totally fine. And he goes, Well, let, let, me, let, me, let me go and talk to my guy one more time and see what I can do.、Uh, these numbers are、uh-huh. really hard. It may take 10, 15 minutes to do it. Yeah. But I'll try. And I said, Yeah, okay, go for it. And before the guy went back, you remember we had said something like, and we were honest about this, so that, you know, we came here with. The Honda Accord specifically、yeah. um, to see if it was even feasible at、yeah. this price. Because、yeah. in my head, I thought there's no way they're going to sell it to、mm-hmm. us at that price, you、mm-hmm. know?、Um, but then again, we both agreed, ooh, I think they sold us my car a little bit more. Than, oh, they sold,、yeah. we, we bought that car、yeah. for really expensive. More, way more yeah. than, yeah. Because we didn't、um, know what we were doing. Yeah.、Um, yeah, and so we really went in thinking, like, hey, if this doesn't work, then we're just going to go with the, your other car. Can I say it? Yeah. The Hyundai Elantra GT. GT.、Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we had told them that at this point, right? We were、yeah. saying, like, hey, I, you know, sorry, it, this really won't, doesn't seem like it's going to work. And so.、Um, no, I, what, what I basically said was,、um, I understand if you can't do this.、Yeah. And we're, we came here just to see if we can get it because we were going to get another car. We're、yeah. going to get the Hyundai. We actually came here kind of just to see if we can do、yeah. it. But if you can't do it, it's totally fine. We,、yeah. I understand. Um, and then the guy's like, okay, well, let, let me see what I can do. It may take、yeah. a little bit longer. It may、yeah. take like 10, 15 minutes. I said, yeah, you know, go for it. I mean, we'll just see. Wait, quick question. At that moment, did you really think, oh, they're going to come back with, my, with the numbers that we asked? I, Or were you uncertain? No, I,、uh, at that moment, I. Okay.、Um, <laughs> remember, remember the two rules that I taught you or that, that I went in with? Number one,、uh-huh. dealers are all. Okay, I'm going to say this straight, and if you're going to be a dealer, I, I'm not. Okay, let me say this first. <laughs> dealers are all liars. They're trying to sell you the car as much as you can. Okay? As much as they can.、Uh, right? As much as they can. But I'm not saying dealers are bad because that's what their job is.、Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's the dealership and the, the companies that's making them do this. You know what I mean? That's、mm-hmm. their goal. And, and I understand what they're trying to do. Is... So,、Sorry. because of that.、Mm-hmm. I didn't care what they were going to say. I'm going to fight for this number until、mm-hmm. they say no. And in fact, another tactic that. Is this the second rule? No, no, no.、Oh. Another tactic that everyone says to do、mm-hmm. is walk out the dealership.、Mm-hmm. Because walking out of the dealership tells the dealer that they're serious about that number.、Mm-hmm. And if they really want that car sale and if、mm-hmm. they really can do that number,、mm-hmm. they're either going to one, stop you、right. at the parking lot, <laughs> or two, call you a few hours later and、mm-hmm. say, We can do this.、Mm-hmm. I knew that in the back of my head. That's why I told you before we left、mm-hmm. that be okay. be okay if we don't get a car. Yeah. Yeah, that was my tactic. My tactic was in the end, I'm going to throw these numbers out、yeah. and I'm not going to budge from these numbers. And、yeah. if these numbers don't get settled, I'm just going to leave. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. So, did I know <laughs> that they were going to come out with the numbers that we wanted? Yeah.、Uh, not necessarily, no.、Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I didn't care. I knew what numbers we were aiming for.、Mm-hmm. And at this point,、um, Christine was actually,、uh, you were actually <laughs> a little. 
you were kind of getting upset at I me. I never want to be in that situation. And Christine, ever Christine in my is life. Christine is a little black and white, so she a doesn't. Little? Okay, she's very black Brain and white. Doesn't even exist in my life. <laughs> so the thing about Christine is she doesn't like the deceit game. I hate. And it. so basically. Uh, the reason why Christine was having a hard time is because mm-hmm. I was playing the deceit game. I was the numbers that right, I was giving right. them was. was lower, lower than, than what Christine and I agreed, agreed to. to. Yeah. Now, the, and you know what's funny? We we should have talked about this beforehand because in my head I'm like, why is he doing this? Why is he going even lower? Yeah. We can do this. This is fine. The this is thing fine. about it is, I know that that's what you are, and you wouldn't have agreed to it, or you wouldn't oh. have wanted to be there. That's why the mm. only thing I told you was be okay to not have a car. Because I know you would be like, no, this isn't right. And I, uh-huh. and I understand that it's not necessarily right because mm. I'm quote unquote lying. But I'm not. I'm playing the game. I'm playing their game. Yeah. And this is the nature of car buying. This yeah. is literally, if you read every single article and yeah. every single YouTube video, it's about the haggle. Yeah. And so... And then the and the analogy that I kept giving Christine was, yeah. we got to start low on the ladder, yeah, so that we have somewhere to climb. Basically, mm-hmm. we're at the bottom of the ladder and they're at the top of the ladder. Mm-hmm. And if we start at the middle, then they don't have to go too far yeah. down to meet us. Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm starting really low so mm-hmm. that they can meet us. Mm-hmm. So that's why I threw out all these low numbers Mm -hmm. because number one if they can't do it it's fine because we already know what car we're getting Mm. and number two it's okay (laughs) i mean there's no number two so yeah yeah christine had a hard time because she is black and white in that and it did seem like a (laughs) deceit game and quite frankly yeah it's a deceit game it is it is a deceit against deceit and i'm not going to get fooled by them again which i have to say you're probably the nicest jolliest haggler (laughs) i've ever encountered <laughs> granted i've i've only encountered one other um haggling experience that just shows you how uncomfortable i am you know <laughs> or just how maybe i've just bought things overpriced my whole life yeah. um you know um but the other time was with my mom mm-hmm. with my electric guitar but mm-hmm. i'll save that story for another time yeah. i was surprised like mom what are you doing yeah. like, but are there other other than cars are there other things that you buy that are haggled? Okay, so houses too. The house. So oh. if, in reality, for anyone who's hearing this, technically everything. you can haggle yeah. everything. You can go to Walmart and haggle. Now, the Walmart <laughs> uh, prices they probably won't do it with you, but normally anywhere you can. So anytime I buy stuff from Sweetwater, mm. or anytime I buy stuff from B and H Photo. For like equipment, church equipment or audio equipment mm. or anything like that, I always get the prices from two different places, mm. and I make them fight it out. Mm. I send it to Sweetwater and I say, "Hey, Sweet Sweetwater, what can you do at this mm. price?" That I never buy anything, at least from Sweetwater like that. Mm. I always say, "Hey, this is fifteen nine nine. Is this the lowest price that you can go?" And they'll mm-hmm. say, "Oh no, we can give you fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. And then I'll throw that to B and H Photo and say, "Hey, B and H Photo, they say that they're gonna sell this to me for fifteen hundred. What are you mm-hmm. gonna do?" And they say, okay, we can go fourteen ninety nine. I'm like, uh, but they have a better deal. Yeah. They have better warranty and all that stuff. And yeah. say, okay, fourteen fifty. So I'll send that back. And this is a, yeah. it's a back and forth game. That's the whole point of consumerism. The Lord had equipped you for this <laughs> exact moment. And so, yes, anything is haggleable. 
if that's the right word. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's just at certain points, it doesn't make sense to do it. Like yeah. Walmart stuff, it doesn't make sense yeah. to do it. But when you're buying $1,500, $2,000, $3,000 worth of gear and um, they want your business, yeah, they're going to they're gonna chop some prices. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but going back to the car thing. Yeah. Um, so I told them, no, we can't do that number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, I'm ready to hear anything. Uh, yeah. I've heard on YouTube that people will use guilt to make you buy the car. They'll say things like, but I got to feed my family. Like, this is really hard. I don't know if we can do this because we, like, I got children to feed. Oh, really? They use those tactics. And Gosh. I was ready to hear that. And I was like, if they say that, I was ready to say. Wait, on the salesman? Will yeah, the salesman that? will say things like that. What? I've heard, I mean, not that our salesman said that. Our salesman was cool. He was I really, really cool. I really like yeah. that, de- that but, dealership. Yeah. But I've heard tactics like that. And I've heard many illegal things that dealerships oh, will do. Geez. So that's why I, I went in with that mentality. That's why I went in with the mentality, number one, <laughs> that all salesmen, they're only trying to sell you a car. They're not trying to be your friend. In fact, any mm. ploy for them to try to be your friend has everything to do with selling a car. Mm-hmm. And whether that's true or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's the mentality I'm going to go in with. And so, um, yeah, anytime, like... I was telling Christine, like, these guys were... Uh, I was talking to the guy, because we're super cool. Mm-hmm. And I was asking him these kind of personal questions. And in the back of my head, I was like, oh, is this guy telling, like, answering and trying to be buddy-buddy and answering these questions <laughs> to kind of get on my good side? Of my-? That's literally how I was yeah. thinking. And I'm not, and I'm not proud you, of it. I remember you asking, are, are these guys for real? Or didn't you say something like that? And I was like, Daniel, how could you question their genuinity? Or yeah, gen- genuineness. Gen- sincerity sincerity yeah yeah but i mean that's is that genuinity when you watch two days worth of youtube videos about how everyone is a liar you kind of have a chip on your shoulder yeah well yeah i remember going (laughs) in you had this like christine this is the battle plan and it was kind of cynical yeah and i remember getting mad at you and think right and we kind of got in a little spat of like dang we're just buying a car yeah it it ain't just buying a car man yeah yeah (laughs) as you saw what happened yeah so anyway um, basically, I know that it's a game, mm-hmm. and they're playing the game, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go in empty-handed. Mm-hmm. That's basically literally how I went in. Yeah. And sadly, I went in with cynicism, and I don't like that. I, I'm not a cynic, uh, cynical guy. Yeah, but... we swapped roles. <laughs> <in that laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The so... critical Christine was like, believe in the goodness <laughs> of people, Daniel. And I believe, <laughs> like I said, I believe in the goodness of people. I don't believe in the goodness of a business. Mm. And that's what I was playing against. Mm-hmm. I wasn't playing against the salesman. I love yeah. the salesman. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. But I was playing against who the salesman was working for. Yeah. And that's, I have no care about. Yeah. So okay. the funny thing is, and kind of to nail the point home, is that though he said it's going to take 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. to work to see if he can get that number. Do you realize how quick yeah. it was? I, I it was literally like, like two, two minutes. three minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They 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 had a number. I haven't think they could have gone even lower. Mm. They just played that role of, hey, I gotta talk to them and let me see what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They 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 have to play that role because they have to make it look like they're really trying, and they're trying to fight for you. Remember one of the things he said? What number do I can I play with? Because I gotta take this, and I'm trying to help you, and I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. Uh, work with my boss because I have to tell my boss these numbers so mm-hmm. what can I do to help you to talk to this guy 
whether that's true or not, I don't care. I think they're both in it together. What he's trying to sound like is, I'm on your team. Mm-hmm. Whether he is or not, I don't care. So you think when they go back and talk to their whatever general manager or whatever, mm-hmm. are they really talking about prices or? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone's interested in the these this stuff, uh, listen to a podcast. Uh, by oh. it's, it's by This American Life. That's the yeah. name of the podcast. And there's an episode called 129 Cars, and it's about a dealership mm-hmm. and all the inner workings of a dealership. That's what really caught, mm-hmm. uh, triggered me into mm-hmm. figuring these things out. I have it on my phone. I've yet to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And so um, there's one part where they're talking about the salesman and the service, mm-hmm. uh, or the salesman and the sales manager. Mm-hmm. And there are actually times where the sales manager is playing the sales manager, or ser- salesperson is playing the sales manager. Mm. to try to help them out but there's also uh what's called i forgot i think it's called like loading the lips okay. where the sales manager will tell the sales uh person yeah will tell him what to say to the customer oh. like tell the customer that um that i'm going to give you a coupon that i'm going to give you a coupon that gives you an extra amount of this so it looks like i'm helping you that's I don't know if that's exactly what they said, but that's what they do. They load the lips oh. to make it sound like you're being helped. Mm. Now, Christine is staring at me weird because <laughs> uh, in the middle. Uh. So basically, he, okay. So going back, he came back and he we got the number that we wanted. Yeah, we got the down payment yeah. and about seven dollars more mm-hmm. in our monthly. But I was done fighting. That was good for me. Yeah. That was a victory for me. Yeah, and so. One of the things that happened was yeah. he said, um, I had to use one of my coupons. And then the sales manager came in mm-hmm. and talked to us and said, hey, um, I'm glad that we got these numbers for you. We talked to the GM and he said mm-hmm. it was okay mm-hmm. and that um, the sales manager is going to use a coupon for you yeah. to, to get you to these prices, to give you an extra $1,000 um, down payment yeah. to act like $1,000. Yeah. Now, <laughs> do you see why I was still cynical? When we sat there, because you were like, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's because I don't know if he really did use a coupon or if that was part of the ploy. Oh, gosh. Because remember, they're not remember they're not trying to just sell you a car. They're trying to buy your business, meaning the next time you buy a car, where are you going to go? You know what the worst feeling is? Being deceived? It is. Yeah. It is the most grossest feeling. Now, anyone who's listening, uh, I'm not saying that that is what they did because maybe that's not true. Maybe he really did mm, use a coupon that mm, he needed to. mm. And maybe the general manager or the the sales manager did talk to the GM and really did work this out. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you that all salesmen are liars and the finance uh, deal is the second part of the battle. Those are the two mm. things well, I went into. Let's go into the finance part I, as I uh, try to brush away and this so, feeling. Um, it's an icky feeling. So the finance person, <laughs> we go in and um, he's really cool. We make buddy buddy. Mm-hmm. He's really funny. He's really funny. <laughs> and the job of the finance manager is actually to still sell you other things. Mm-hmm. Gap mm-hmm. insurance, warranties. Um, protection, yeah. all these things. They're yeah. trying to add on. Remember, they're the second salesperson. Yeah. They're trying to add all these things on. Yeah. And what you need to know is you need to know what the percentage of the uh, APR is mm. because you can always 
uh, finance with your bank at a lower one. Mm. That's why I told you our bank is this number, three point two four, I think. And if they mm-hmm. go higher than that, then we're gonna say, hey, can, uh, can you match it? it? Yeah, because we can get it from here. Yeah, you know what I mean, so stuff like that. I didn't even know that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So really, I would just say, I mean, this is just our experience, and this does not encompass. <laughs> the right way and it's probably missing a, there's probably a lot of loopholes but i would just encourage people if you're gonna buy a car go with someone who knows how to do it and go with someone who's knowledgeable at, as well as do your own research too. Yeah. like i would say you didn't know I mean if if i knew about this then i would have done my research for like a good few yeah. weeks yeah. before i went in yeah. knowing what to expect and yeah. doing all my research yeah. you know so yeah so yeah, do your homework. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Do your homework. Figure out how yeah. much. No, that's this is that. That's the final tip we can give them at the end. Yeah. So basically, the finance manager, uh, we got buddy buddy, and he said he tried to help us out, mm-hmm. and he kind of helped us out, and we bought uh, a gap insurance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I didn't tell Christine this, and she doesn't know this. Oh no! But I think we got duped by that guy. Really? Yeah. As much as you think that he was cool and buddy buddy, we gave them a lot more money than uh, I think we did. The APR was way higher than what we originally had. Oh, really? Yeah, the APR went from three point four to four point something. Why didn't we keep the regular APR then? Because we wanted the gap insurance. Uh huh. Getting the gap insurance and the way he helped us by doing that. Do you realize another thing? Do you remember what he said? What how much it would be with the gap insurance and the warranty? He said it would only be twenty dollars more. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? No. Well, he said it was only going to be twenty dollars more. Do you know how much it really was more? No. Forty. Mm-hmm. Because our our price was this number, and it and when uh, when he at the very end when he was telling us what it would be, he's like, oh yeah. Um, yeah, if you had those two, it would be this number. Mm-hmm. And But we're going to go with this number if you're just going to go with the gap insurance. And I thought about it. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait. They deal with $10, $5 as nothing. Because yeah. over a span of yeah. 70 to yeah. 80 months, mm-hmm. that adds up a lot of money. Yeah. On top of yeah. the fact that you're paying their APR, which adds even more. That's the interest, right? That's the interest. Yeah. So you see that $10 to... That's, remember? You know, that's what that, he kept saying. You know, yeah. Something something that I really urge people is um, it's kind of scary how that go because we bought a car, two cars in such a short time frame. I was I could recall our first experience, you mm-hmm. know, and that was one thing that I thought was always odd is how every time in financing they always say it's only five dollars no, yeah. more, yeah. it's only ten dollars yeah. more, it's only and it's only twenty dollars more. Hey, that's just like you know when you go out to eat or something, yeah. you know. And it's I was because like, their goal yeah. is to make you see the the small picture, yeah. not the large picture. Yeah. They're trying to show you, hey, it's five dollars more, it's ten dollars more a month. Yeah. Let's just say it's ten dollars more a month. Now, yeah, it's only ten dollars more. That is only a deal, uh, a, do- uh, a meal more. Yeah, yeah. But ten dollars over seventy-two months is mm-hmm. seven hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. Now seven hundred twenty dollars at five percent. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how they compound it, but at five percent is that much more money yeah. that you're giving them. So you're yeah. basically. Give, I'm not sure if this is the number, but you're basically right. giving them a thousand dollars more right. over the span of that six years. Yeah. Yeah, it is two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars more. But that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make you look at the monthly, not the overall. And 
and I remember telling you this, right? Of like, and and we can go segue after we finish this financing story into just me and what I've been learning at my job about marketing mm-hmm. because I work at a marketing department. Um, but in the same way that I was telling you with marketing, how I'm just, I I, I maybe I'm just really naive, but um, I'm just really shocked at the manipulation and the deception mm-hmm. that comes with big sales like these, mm-hmm. you know? And when you described it right now of like, they're just trying to make you see five, ten dollars you know, mm-hmm. versus the $1,000 you're mm-hmm. overall giving them. Do you realize that that's exactly what Satan does? No, that's... that's you know what I mean? That's like, the that's thing. the exact same heart of like, hey, 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 don't look at that. You know yeah. what I mean? But look yeah. at this part. And look, hey, it's not a big deal. That's yeah. exactly how I think he tempts you into sin of like... Hey, this is just one time, or this is just a small thing, you know. Yeah. But but you, miss you the don't overall you don't realize how things snowball and yeah. right and ah uh, just the way you described it right now it just makes me <laughs> it's it's the most disgusting feeling, you know. I yeah. I think I, totally I and then I see why people get angry and you know yeah yeah it's. It's a terrible feeling. Like, <laughs> no, it uh, is. It's probably, yeah, and anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so, I think for me, the biggest verse that comes to mind in this whole thing mm-hmm. is um, that Hebrews 3.13 passage when it says, um, well, this is the ESV. It says, but exhort one another, encourage one another mm-hmm. um, every day, as long as it's called today, mm-hmm. that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness mm. of sin. Mm. And I think mm. that word is mm. so interesting because the f- the whole point of deceit is that you don't know you're being duped. Yeah, And I think that's what it is. That's what, I mean, I wanted to get to the spiritual stuff all at the end, but kind of when we're, we segued into yeah. it, that whole car dealership, um, not to say that they're Satan, they're not. Yeah, 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 yeah sorry. But yeah, it I'm was a whole to... ploy of Satan. Yeah. When we first went in to buy your car, yeah, we basically bought the car with the number that they said, yeah, with no haggling, yeah. And on top of that, we bought a what's that called? Extended a, warranty. An extended warranty, mm-hmm. and we also bought the like protection, the protection thing. of yeah. it, yeah, and. On the internet, they did not say very nice things about those things. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh. We basically spent an extra, what, $40, $50 a month mm. um, on top of paying what they said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're, they, remember, they're initially going to start high because they yeah. know that we're trying to haggle. So I, I'd like to um, feel a little bit better and say, I think now we're neutral with the dealership. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. Because we gave them a lot of money, we are, <laughs> and, or we are, and yeah, yeah. hopefully we're kind of breaking even. <laughs> but the idea of yeah. it is that, the idea is that that's what Satan is doing. If you have no plan and yeah, if you yeah. have no mm. insight into the into the yeah. yeah if you don't have any insight into how this works yeah then you're going to be deceived yeah and you're going to be messed up yeah and Ugh, I, get I mean when you when you look at that passage when it says do not forget don't oh, i'm just gonna paraphrase it yeah don't stop meeting with people mm-hmm. because if you do you're gonna be hardened to sin's deceitfulness mm-hmm. so people have a role 
in this game of life mm, and that truth. prevents you yeah. from being deceived by Satan. The exact same way that all the articles and all the YouTube videos prevented me from being deceived mm. by the dealership mm-hmm. is the same way people will do to prevent you from being deceived by Satan mm. and the sins that are still there. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if that's why God says to speak the truth to one another in love, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like what what's the point of... It's one thing just to hang out with one another, but it's it's fellowship when you're yeah. speaking about the things of God, yeah. right? And yeah. you're reminded, and that's kind of your that's your weaponry, yeah. right? And that's your ammo. And I just, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's just the fact that I'm I'm really glad you brought up that verse because I think we really downplay deceit a lot. Oh yeah, you know, because it's fresh in our minds. I'm kind of a little shaken up by like just how gnarly deceit is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but honestly let's say six months from now we're gonna forget this feeling as we listen to this podcast (laughs) you know and all the feelings surge back but even then like you know we kind of forget the feeling and and we get lax right and that's when satan attacks and so and the 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 scary thing about satan is satan is even more deceptive than these dealerships like i would even go as far as saying things like I mean, I've experienced in the past where people are checking up on me and helping me out. Mm-hmm. And my mind goes instantly to like, what is this? Like, why are you judging me in this way? Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying mm-hmm. to just make me feel bad or feel guilty? And in the reality of it, I don't think they were trying to make me feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I just think the enemy was trying to make me against these people, people mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't be in fellowship. Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't read my Bible mm. because I don't need to read my Bible. And mm. that's true. It's true. You don't need to read your Bible. You don't need to pray. You don't need to do these things. It's true. But they are a necessity to help you in your walk with God. It's part of how you know who God is. Well, I, I kind of want to offer rebuttal and say I don't agree <laughs> respectfully, mm-hmm. you know, that I do think you need to read your Bible and I no, do yeah. think you no, need no, to no, pray. No, and no, I, no. And I, because without those things, what what are you... No, exactly. You know no, what, I mean? what, what I mean by you don't need of... to do it, what I mean by that is reading your Bible is not a case of salvation. Oh, okay. And praying okay. is not a case okay. of salvation. Well, These are, yeah, sorry. <laughs> These are not salvation-based things. So you don't need to read and pray to be saved. You don't need to read and pray for God to love you. Mm-hmm. That's the gospel. Mm-hmm. And all that mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is belief. Mm-hmm. Believe in the gospel and you got these things. Reading, praying, no. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help you be saved. Mm-hmm. Salvation is from God and God alone. However, once you're saved, freedom doesn't mean don't read and don't pray. Mm. Freedom means now you're not bound to these sins. You're not bound to Satan and what his de- deceits are. Mm. You are now free. And God and Paul says, use your freedom mm-hmm. to love one another. The freedom that God has given us, now we bind ourselves to love. Mm-hmm. Loving God at all our heart, mind, soul, and strength and loving our neighbor as ourself. Loving God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength is to read and pray. Mm-hmm. Because... This is how we know who God is. How are you going to know God if you don't read anything about God? You know what I mean? Or if you don't read, you're going to be deceived by a God that is not really God. 
because you think it sounds right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where the American culture is going. The American church is going. They're believing in a God that's not really God, mm -hmm. you know? And that's the scary part. And I, I feel like if we're really honest with ourselves, I know this for myself. If I go a day without like, without being in God's word or, or absorbing it through a sermon or something, like, I find how easily my heart wavers. You know what I mean? I find mm -hmm. how easily my thoughts change. Uh -huh. You know, where I'm thinking one way versus now I'm interpreting it another way. It's like uh -huh. a funnel. Yeah. You know, like every day it's like I can pick either one of two funnels, you know, I can pick the funnel of Christine's logic or I can pick the funnel of God's truth. Mm -hmm. And those same circumstances could happen. I could live the same day, two days in a row, mm -hmm. one day, interpret it with God's funnel and his truth as mm -hmm. a funnel. Mm -hmm. And I could relive that exact same day yeah. with the funnel of my own logic and thoughts. Yeah. And I guarantee you that how I end up that day at the end of the, those two days identical days mm -hmm. i would be in a different emotional and spiritual state and mm -hmm. that will affect the next day yeah forthcoming yeah. you know and so i i feel it for my i, yeah. I literally feel it you know when i when i'm not mm -hmm. with yeah. communing with god yeah you know and one of the most interesting things that I've learned in psychology, one of the very... <laughs> Your major. <laughs> my major, what I graduated with and Wait. took four years of class is worth and paid twenty, thirty thousand dollars yes. for college education. Yes. What is, what the one thing I learned is, Hippocampus? Uh, no, that was actually learned in high school. Hippo goes on campus to learn? <laughs> that's high school, not oh, college. Oh, that was high school. Oh, okay. Um, but it's called um, the lens of the culture. Being able to see, uh, oh. um, it was a it's a cultural cultural psychology. Class. Oh, cross cultural cross psychology. Cultural I wanted to sign up for that. And basically, what they they were trying to figure out is does do people have different perceptions oh, based upon culture. the culture that they live in? Mm. So one interesting thing is the words that they use in German or Russian. Right. I think it's German. There's the word. I might butcher it and I might be saying it because I don't remember, but it's something like Schrodenfreud or something like that. Schrodenfreud. And basically okay, the now word... I'm being offensive, sorry. <laughs> the word is... Um, it means being happy at someone else's demise or something like that. Like oh. laughing at someone's uh, misfortune or something like mm. that. And there is no English word for it. Mm. So the question is... Because the Russians have a word for it, do they think... Germans or Russians? Uh, I mean, Germans. <laughs> do they think and Sorry. perceive this way, whereas Americans don't necessarily because they don't have a word for it? So it's those kind of things about... Interesting. The, the perception is based upon the, the lens that you're in. And another thing that I always thought was, if, if I walk uh, on the road and I find a $100 bill, uh -huh. I'd be like tripping out like yeah hundred dollar bill yeah but if bill gates walks down and sees a hundred dollar bill and he's gonna be like okay you know what i mean they're two totally different the two exact same situations but two totally different perceptions so it really is going back to your story it's really the perception that you see things and mm -hmm. what lens that you see your uh you're seeing through yeah. that um really affects who you are yeah. and i really believe that the word of god and prayer 
tries part of the part of um, the goal is to redirect your perception mm-hmm. and your prayer towards godly things. Remember in the last podcast we talked about how sanctification is being able to see things through God's view point of view. Did we talk about that? Yeah, that was the that was the uh, <laughs> utmost of the highest uh, devo. We briefed up. I okay. just touched up on it, okay. but yeah. His definition of sanctification is being able to see things through God's mm, point of view in mm. all the situations that are yeah. around you. So every day we get to pick up a pair of lenses, right? Mm-hmm. You get to either pick one pair of glasses that see things your way or a pair of glasses that see things God's way, right? Yep. And that is how you walk in the day. Mm-hmm. Some days I feel like I'm wearing both set of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> because it's fighting. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you totally know, like, you you're know? going through all the emotion. Yeah. Like, I know I yeah. shouldn't be feeling this yeah. because I should be trusting God. Yeah. But what the heck? Yeah. It's like when you're, if you're at an optometrist and they're like, do you see better here? And they change it. <laughs> or here. And sometimes they trick you because I'm like, they look exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every once in a while, it's very drastic. Of like, can yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Do you pick this one? And it's very blurring. You're like, yeah. I can't even see anything. And then, and then they go, do you pick this one? Yeah. And it's extremely clear. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. now you're just think I'm Playing stupid. Yep. But, but it's not. You know, I'm sure there's a scientific thing. But every once in a while, the change is so subtle that I'm like, both? Yeah, same? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that sometimes. Like I have two mm-hmm. pairs of glasses or I'm trying to wear. I have mine's on, my, my perception. And I'm trying to wear God's ones. Overminds, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. but it's awkward because you're it, wearing two glasses. You can't wear two sets of glasses. You can only wear one, and the other one has to, you know. Or sometimes yeah. I can't find God's when it's on top of my head. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good you one. Know? Anyway, yeah. Sorry, right. I just feel like glasses are so prevalent to me because I forgot to reorder my contacts. <laughs> so I've been um, wearing glasses. Wearing glasses, yeah. yeah. I think I'm confusing everyone at work. They're like, "Who's that new girl with the glasses?" Because in the new employee picture, I don't have glasses yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, like, true. who is that? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I'm the new girl." <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, no. I digress. But I think it's really, it really is this mentality of like, we have to be able to see things through God's eyes. Yeah. And the only way we can do that is to know who God is. And the only way we know who God is, is scripture, prayer, and love. Mm-hmm. Add to your faith, goodness, goodness, knowledge, knowledge, self-control, self-control, perseverance, perseverance, uh, godliness, godliness, brotherly love, brotherly mm-hmm. love to love. And if you have these qualities in increasing measure, um, you will not be unfruitful or ineffective in your knowledge of Christ. Mm. Those I remember, things. Oh yeah, I remember it's make every this. effort to do these things, to be good, to gain knowledge, to be self-controlled and disciplined, mm-hmm. to love. But the goal of these things is not to gain favor with God. Yeah. The goal of these things is to increase your knowledge of Him, of Christ. I remember you pointing out that phrase pretty recently right when mm-hmm. i was like daniel what is the purpose to life <laughs> remember yeah. um i get existential every once every once in a while <laughs> not, not, not often. once twice three times a week <laughs> um and but i remember you you it, it really struck me that it's it that you will not be ineffective in your knowledge of God because I think I used to memorize that that you will not be ineffective. Yeah, ineffective in right. knowledge. Or, or ineffective, ineffective and unfruitful. Period. Yeah. You know, and you just think you're this super productive, successful Christian yeah, 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 or whatever. Yeah. But I yeah, realized totally it's, what I it's ineffective in knowing God. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's totally what I used to think. Yeah. That I would be fruitful. Yeah. In. 
but I didn't, I left it there. I would yeah. be fruitful. Yeah. And that was the whole goal. Yeah. So add to your faith, knowledge, and all these things, and yeah. add to all these things, and you'll be fruitful. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I'll be fruitful. Yeah. But when you read the rest of the passage, yeah. it's you'll be fruitful, or you'll be, you will not be unfruitful. Yeah. And your knowledge of mm-hmm. Him, the knowledge of Christ. Yeah. So the main goal of reading, the main goal of praying, the main goal of, um, community and church the main goal of serving the main goal of anything that we do here is just to know jesus more Mm -hmm. just to get to know him more intimately get to know god a little more clearly and more understandably Mm -hmm. that's the goal that's why we do what we do Mm -hmm. and the only way we can do that is through the gospel and again i like i always tell you it has never nowhere does it say add to this faith faith is never a work it's not anything that we do that's mm-hmm. given by god and god alone but once we get that faith there is a self um not there's self, a responsibility there's, there's a responsibility too, that's right? a great word a responsibility because it says make every effort to add so mm-hmm. but again all these efforts is not for our gain or anything it's just to know who god is mm-hmm yeah, deception, man. That's a gross thing. It's a, <laughs> it's the most ickiest feeling, you know. Yeah. But how do so? How do we end up? How do we walk out of that finance? So then? we ended up walking out of that finance, um, paying a little bit more mm-hmm. APR. We did end up getting the gap insurance. He mm-hmm. did save us. He did quote, quote unquote save us ten dollars. Mm-hmm. But he did extend our contract for three more months than what mm-hmm. we wanted mm-hmm. and with a whole percent more in the mm-hmm. APR. Mm-hmm. So that's why I told you. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I think we got duped still. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's fine. <laughs> I really learned a whole lot through the situation, yeah. both in life yeah. and spiritually. Yeah. And just a heads up, going back to that Hebrews passage. It's really interesting that it's, let me get, let me get the passage again. It says, but encourage one another every day, as long as it's called today, that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness, that God has given people the authority and the responsibility to prevent each other from being deceived. Or the influence. Or the influence, yeah. yeah. I think we always think, oh, that's the spirit. Oh, that's God. That and prevents. that is. No, and it is. Yeah. But it's also through people. And yeah. that's why I believe church yeah. and community are so stinking important. Yeah. Because they are, through God's uh, sovereignty, the avenue of being prevented mm-hmm. by sin's deceitfulness. And, you know, I've always thought with church and community, because, you know, I, I understand the, like, being really introverted too, of, like, why can't I be a solo Christian? Or, yeah. you know, I can do all these things by myself, you know? And... But I, I think for me, what shut me up was really like, Christine, it's not in God's design. His original mm. design is doesn't involve by yourself, you yeah, know? It it's incomplete. It's really incomplete, you know? Sure, and so yeah. I, I very much agree that God designed it intentionally where we help each other, right? Where yeah. we encourage one another and and we have, we, you know, are able to play a small role to... I don't know, protect each other from deceit in a sense or equip one another, I would say, right? To be aware of it. And so, yeah. yeah. So (laughs) I'm not as happy when I say, 
we started off this podcast. We bought a car. <laughs> like, I don't say, and we, and bought we bought a car. A car. <laughs> in that tone, you know. But I mean, in the end, yeah, I think it worked out fine. We did get the car for what we wanted it to be. Yeah, um, the car is really good. Yeah. If awesome. anyone is buying is buying a car and they've never done it before, mm-hmm. call me up. Yep. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'll spill everything to you that I've mm-hmm. learned mm-hmm. and be prepared to be cynical, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is not good. But I think the biggest tip that I can also leave with, if you ever do go to a car dealership, mm-hmm. always deal in kindness, mm-hmm. sternness, but kindness. Mm-hmm. Don't let them run over you. Mm-hmm. Tell them. Nope, this is I can't do that. Yeah. Be okay with that. But don't be a jerk. That's what one of the YouTube videos said. Mm. He said, um, you may be polite, you may be a polite person, but mm. at a car dealership, don't be polite. That's what he said. <laughs> but he also did say, like, don't be a jerk. Mm. Um, and so That's what I had said too. Remember going in? Yeah. When you were saying, like, I'm gonna be like this and yeah, this, yeah, and I was yeah. like, Dad, don't be a jerk. And I told you I'm not being a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling yeah, you that yeah, this yeah. is the plan. I'm telling you the yeah. rawness of the yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm not gonna be that raw yeah. in front of people. I'm yeah. not gonna be yelling at them. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm telling you is why I'm doing everything. It's because of this, 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 yeah. this, this. <laughs> and I even yelled. I said, I'm not gonna be a jerk. I even told you that. <sighs> You know what's funny? This is on multiple occasions. I remember if we have to go through something difficult or like, or, you know, sticky situations like these. I always remember, I I, I can recall, I guess, a couple times when you've said, you know what, Chris, I'm going to go in. I'm going to say this, 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 and this. And once I go there, I'm like, who is this extremely kind? Like, oh, no, it's fine. It's totally okay. (laughs) You know? And you're you're still stern. You know, you still make your point. But I'm just like, oh. You know, we yeah. didn't have to fight if I knew you were going to be this kind about it. I'm not <laughs> you know? a jerk. I can't be a jerk. Well, then other people will probably say it otherwise, but <laughs> I can't be a jerk. It's such to people I don't know. I'm more timid than I am, but mm. the only way I can get over my timidity mm. is by being a jerk, <laughs> is having all the information in order to not be timid. Mm. I, I get easily run over, but mm-hmm. if I have a brick wall of preparation behind me, mm-hmm. you're not going to get through. Mm. and that's what the car dealership was mm. yeah so please do your homework please do your homework yeah don't get duped yeah duped is the new word of the day yeah and don't in the same duped. way you know with my new job too i've been you know my my job involves training classes and so i'm learning marketing 101 yeah. you know and it's and i remember coming home from work and telling daniel like daniel like they're they're everywhere, you know, yeah. like the, these marketers and technology, like when I'm scrolling through Instagram, like they know what I'm looking at online, you know, yeah. and these ads are resurfacing and my Amazon cart is saying, buy me, you know, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. but it's really, um, it's crazy how, how shrewd this world is, yep. you know, that I feel like as children of God, like. We need to know. It's just how good to Satan know and yeah. how this world how works. this world operates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, and that's why Paul would say, uh, "We are not." Uh, what is it? Uh, we are not unaware of the enemy schemes. Because mm, mm-hmm. if you're unaware of the enemy schemes, yeah, you're going to be deceived. Yeah, and you're going to get a good right hook. Yeah, that's that. 
So yeah, don't be du- don't be duped by car dealership and don't be duped by Satan. <laughs> That's the moral of this podcast. So we should name the podcast. Yep. Don't be duped by dealerships and Satan. <laughs> All right, everyone. Yeah. Can we end with a fun fact? Yes. Um, this is just a food for thought, okay. but. I thoroughly enjoyed it when you explained to me the other day about contemporaries. Can you just share that one more time real uh, fast? I didn't do any research on this. Oh, no, it's okay. But I just thought just the thought of it was okay. so intriguing that it well, just I don't know stimulated if it's be intri- my brain. I think it's just intriguing to you because you like history. Oh, maybe. <laughs> but basically what I was telling her is that um, whenever, we, um, whenever we think about people of history or events in history or scriptures too right or even scriptures too we think of them in categories but Mm -hmm. we don't really we don't realize that they're a part of the same timeline so Mm -hmm. for example Mm -hmm. um we think of anne frank and the the jewish girl who wrote the diary of i mean who didn't write the diary of anne frank but who wrote (laughs) in a diary who wrote in a diary and we found it later and we wrote it into a book to talk about the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one timeline yeah. that we have in our mind. Yeah. And then there's Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. who was the, um, Martin Luther King Jr., who was the uh, the oh, one who... Mm-hmm. I have a dream. Yeah, who went for, or who was very for the black mm-hmm. community to be equal, or mm-hmm. to be equal. And he had a dream that all men and white, or white people and black people will be together, or something like that. Um, but what we don't realize is that they're born in the same year. They're, mm. they're both in the same time zone, mm. that they're the same, they're contemporaries. Mm. Another interesting one was how, um, assuming that the dating of fossils is correct and all mm-hmm. that jazz, that the ancient Egyptians during the pyramid of Giza build, building of the pyramids, mm-hmm. woolly mammoths were still around. Mm. When we think woolly mammoths are prehistoric animals yeah. and ancient is or Israel is a civilization of man, Egypt or Egypt, yeah, yeah. sorry, they're they're the same. Mm. They were together. Uh, another interesting one was um, I don't know if you heard of um, General Custer. No, uh, have you heard of that battle? No. Oh, it, it, was, it was during the, the Civil War time. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I don't remember. I don't know my American history. It's sometime a long time ago. Okay. And, um, I can't remember the the exact battle name, Battle of Custer or whatever like that, but it's this general uh-huh. who basically murdered a whole bunch of Indians. So oh, this geez. is when this is when uh, Americans were still um, living in the land with Indians. So uh-huh. this is before this America is pre Christopher pre, Columbus. No, no, this is pre um, pre United States. Okay. Well, well, pre what we know as United States. Okay. And so. Um, so when we think about that, we're thinking maybe like pre or close to civil war times, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I'm looking, oh, Custer's last stand. That's what it's called. Okay. And the battle was just, was infamous because he basically killed a huge amount of Indians innocently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were, they were innocent, but he just killed all of them. Jeez. Um, but what's interesting is the people who were alive then Mm -hmm. were still alive when we went to the moon what yeah there were people alive back then <laughs> and oh so so who was around when that happened who got to see the moon landing went to the moon 
1969. Yeah, whatever. Even Stevens, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's that concept of contemporaries where yeah. when you look at the scriptures, Ezra, Nehemiah, and... <sighs> Haggai? Haggai. Haggai. Were contemporaries. They were contemporaries. Yeah, they yeah. were all writing during the exact same time. In mm. fact, they overlap. Did they know that they each other? Yeah, because they mentioned each other. Oh, they do. Nehemiah mentions Ezra. Really? If I remember correctly, or Ezra mentions Nehemiah. One of those. Whatever. I've never ventured into those minor yeah. prophets. That's but yeah, if I you read, like if you read Ezra, I think like seven or eight, when talking about rebuilding the temple, that's mm. exactly the same thing that uh, Haggai says oh, Haggai. Mm. when he says to go up into the mountain, bring down stones and trees and whatever mm. to rebuild my temple. That's the same thing. It's the wow. same event. So yeah, it's really interesting when you really think about that. The timeline is in our heads. In our heads, it's, it's categorized, so but it's not yeah. really categorized. It's yeah. not, in reality, it's not really categorized. They're all during the same time or some or whatnot. So yeah, yeah. Anne Frank and Martin Luther King Jr. were born in the same year, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So food for thought. Random yeah. facts. <laughs> I'm very good at random facts and. <laughs> It's useless, but it's fun. All right, everyone. Any last words? Thank you for praying. Thank you for praying. We both have jobs. Yeah. And we're settling in. Surviving. Yeah. But, but keep praying. Yeah, please continue to pray for our adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Mm-hmm.